0: Well, we're live, so do what you gotta do.
1: Yeah, <laughs> welcome, friends, to Tanked Up, episode uh, 353. I'm one of your hosts, Ben, here with Lucy.
2: Hi, good to see you again. Hooray, and Adam!
1: Hey! Uh, it's the start of 2023, fucking hell. Um, <laughs> where did 2020, 2021, and 2022 go? Really? It seems to be stuck I'd in extend a loop.
2: then that to, like... Any... 2012.
3: <laughs> I was going to say.
1: <laughs> Mate, we can go back. We'll go back to 2013. Because as I read today, The Last of Us has now been out for... a will have been
0: out for 10 years. Oh, that's... weird.
2: That, what that seems okay, though. Like, that game seems like it's been out.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's been remade early. like three times now, right? <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> I'd say that's like, oh, it's not. it's actually not that long ago. Um... Something like you know this happened five years ago, and that was twenty seventeen or something. That's mm. that's mad to me.
3: Yeah, that's
1: fair.
2: Yeah,
3: I
1: like yeah, that. Yeah, fair. Um, let's start this episode and the new year off in high fashion, as we always do, with a few drinks and talk about some video games. Um, Adol, I note: you are beerless. I am beerless this week. You drink anything? Got yourself water? Got yourself uh, a tea? I've
0: got water. But then Ooh, I also nice have jug. Um, a soda stream, which has okay. been recently filled, and some lemon. So that's You're what I. That'll down, be round so. two if I nice. pound back this 500 right. mils of water. <laughs> See how quickly
1: you get Good. through it. Lucy, Lucy what mm-hmm. are you drinking this evening?
2: I was going to go the water route, um, hmm. like Adele, but um, last minute uh, driving to Morrison's um today. Okay. And I have picked up because it's January. And we're mm. all trying to be good mm. until the wheels come off like mid January slash February. <laughs> but um I'm drinking a alcohol free beer. It's from Big Drop Brewing. Um it's called Pine Trail Pale Ale. Um it's not point five percent because um actually there's a low that I got downstairs which is also alcohol free that's only Morrison that is not point north. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> so that's definitely yep. alcohol-free. Obviously, if there's even a tinge of alcohol, they have to disclose it. So it's not point five percent on this one. Um, hops are Magnum, Mosaic, and mm. Uh The flavor text, it says, A delight for the senses. This beer delivers on all levels. Rosy floral am- aromas are m- as immediate as you... Oh, sorry. Let me start that again. Rosy floral aromas are immediate as you pour with a light and limey citrus bite on the palate and a balanced but obvious bitterness to finish. Uh, so yeah, I I have had big drop brewing um only once it was at a uh beer festival one in one in Birmingham mm. and um the guy was just like come over and taste it as as every vendor at a beer festival does. Mm. And yeah, it was um hard to tell that it wasn't you know, didn't have any alcohol in it, so if it translates to cans, in fact I think it was can a can they were serving it out okay. then. But um yeah we'll see. We'll see what um uh several more at least four years more of alcoholism has done I <laughs> mean, uh see if I can <laughs> <laughs> withdraw to to point five. So yeah brilliant. We'll brilliant. Yeah.
1: Um interesting. Interesting. I'm I'm also uh going to partake in the experiment. Of incredibly low alcohol beers yeah. um, Kim decided she wanted January off Um, I said in solidarity I will only drink on the podcast Uh, I won't drink through the week Um, I thought actually it gives me an opportunity To try
0: out some Alcohol free beers Yeah I was going to do that And then I didn't get around to going to the bottle shop (laughs) How did we
2: all like Plan this uh, Independently Maybe we are just like a hive mind I, I don't know. It's we do that much. Exactly. <laughs> seven seven
1: years has done it to us. It was just like alcohol-free beers never just goes ping. Um. So I um I've got two. Um. Because I don't know how quickly they're going to go back. You know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. being alcohol-free, who knows how it, whether it's going to be like water and you're just slugging it back. But I thought I'd start with um, a beer. Wiper and True have just brewed. It's called Tomorrow. Ooh. It's a 0.5 percent lager. Um, they've gone from gold to blue on their cans that's very Um, pretty I like that bit of flavour text uh, bit of flavour text and some ingredients perhaps Um, but uh, what are you doing tomorrow? the world is your oyster with our deliciously easy drinking alcohol free lager using market leading technology we gently remove the alcohol from this traditional German style lager over a period of 60 hours this process carefully preserves the complex flavour profile of bread crust and gentle herbal notes from traditional uh, German hops, balanced by a crisp, clean finish. Hmm. Doesn't tell me the hops, just oh. traditional oh. German ones. That's uh,
2: fair. That's somewhere does, does yours, um, else. Ha- have a calorie count because I've just seen on mine has fifty-six per can.
1: It um, does energy values, mm. yes. Mm. Um, per one hundred milliliters, um, it's twelve kilocalories. calories.
2: Okay, so. That's what's that, a
1: 400 cam? 440, yeah. Yeah, so pretty much the same. 48,
2: 50, 52, something like that, yeah. Oh. So, yeah. Let's get these cracked. Yes. We Exciting. Will lean Exciting. into it, absolutely. <laughs> Exciting I don't know. until we taste them and we just, there's a spit take on, <laughs> on <camera>. I mean, <laughs> instantly.
0: I've definitely had a few in the past couple of years and seen, like, they're so much better and more nuanced than they were five yes. years
2: ago. Yeah, because I remember having BrewDog, Nanny State, many, many, many years ago. Mm. I was just like, there's no point. Oh, God, it the Nanny Nanny no is crap, isn't it? Mm-hmm.
1: hmm I mean, it's, with some of them, like, something like Nanny State and stuff, it, yeah. you know, you you pay, what, £2.50? Maybe two quid for a for a, a bottle or whatever they were at that point, you know, five-odd years ago. hmm And, yes, you, you're already paying your water rates... And as long as you're not as long as you're not on rates and you're just paying your bill, yeah. water's free from the tap essentially. You might as well just drink that rather than spending two pound fifty on a you know yep. something sort of brew doggish. Um, in that case, interesting... that's
0: what I'm having is I bought a brew dog and threw it out and having water. <laughs>
2: okay. uh, um, uh, I think mine was uh the brew low or the big drop, one was one pound one was two pounds and okay. four for you buy four, um you get the cheapest free? J- cheapest free, yeah. At mm. Morrison, so mm. so
1: nice. How how fine. is the big drop? Because I've, I've just from looking at the wipe and true I have instant thoughts.
2: <laughs> oh <laughs> As that's... do I. Mine mine sort of came out like uh from concentrate apple juice. I was about to say that really
0: really looks like right. Like mm. the Which... giant I don't know if you had these, but we had like family sized juice boxes of yes. of concentrated juice. Wow very similar
2: yeah it, i mean it's it's i mean it's it looks very thin um but you know it it, it does have that like pea color you know <laughs> just yeah. somewhere in between like hydrated and dehydrated <laughs> kind of color but um the aroma's nice um you are getting those you're getting citrus like a bit of floral notes i, I i'd say Smells like light cheese,
3: mm.
2: which I think is a very nice smell. Oh, um, I love light cheese. Yeah, so so it does smell nice. Let's hope that follows through to the taste.
1: Hopefully, it's not incredibly thin.
2: It is thin. Mm. It, it's got a bitterness mm. to it though, which brings it over to the beer side. So, um, okay. I think what it lacks though is that like um you know c- c- that citrusy p- punch that you get in on the aroma um I mean it's got plenty of hops in it I, could, I mean it's got mosaic which is a hop I know well I'm not really getting that at all um maybe on the on the end of the taste just um the aftertaste but um yeah Magnum Mosaic Amarillo is it, not really getting that through. Um, yeah, I think I think where it's lacking most is, is the body. Mm-hmm. But you'd mm. think you know malts and hops would do that, but they are taking a lot out of it. But um, and but the, f- the flavor isn't that bad. It is is it's more close to the watery side than it is to the flavourable side. Mm. But. Um, I don't know. It's, it's, I wish it was more, a bit more hoppy, a bit more carbonated, to be honest. Um,
0: yeah, both of yours look kind of flat on the pour. Yeah.
2: Yeah. My, mine was, had like quite a few bubbles, large bubbles as I poured it. Um, but now there's barely anything. So I, I would just rather drink water. <laughs> you just know fine. what I mean? It's yeah. like, um, yeah, I'm not someone who's like, oh, I need-. well. I don't if I'm not like, oh, I need a drink. I need a drink. I, I just have a glass of water because I can just forego the fifty-six calories,
3: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: and then maybe just have actual alcohol another time. But um, yeah, it's this Pine Trail Pale Ale. It's um, not even getting like any like that name evokes you. You expect some pininess and spruce or something, sure, you know, but yeah. I'm not getting any of that either. It's it's mm. it's not it's not like, you know, very horrible, tinny, uh, metallic kind of taste that, you know, you look at something like this and you'd think maybe. But mm. um at the at the same time it's not it's not doing much, I think. You need the body. You need you know, that mouthfeel. Um make a good beer in my opinion so yeah fine <laughs> fair
1: fair i mean no, I, I let's see how well my uh thoughts echo yours lucy um or as we've been saying already in the the way that it looks it's it's almost identical so thin looking um little bit of haze to it um but it has that slight straw um color to it but without the heft of the kind of body and that big haze behind it it does look a bit more like piss. Um
3: <laughs> incredibly, really incredibly really concentrated
1: uh, piss. You need to drink yes, more water. Yeah 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 very much. Um it did pour again with a bit of carbonation but that went straight away. Um and the nose is incredibly light. Bit of bit of citrus on there, maybe a little bit herbal, but that comes across because it's quite light. A little bit um Kind of washing up, liquidy. Um, not not massively, but it's got that little bit on the nose mm-hmm. to it.
2: Bit soapy, yeah.
1: There's much more carbonation. Oh, good. When I'm drinking, than, than you would okay. assume from this, um, goes back very easily. That flavour isn't. You're getting those hints. You're still getting those sort of slightly herbal hints, but it's not sort of peppery. It's not maybe that kind of coriander leading into a soapiness. Mm. Um, but there is a combination with a with a, a citrus more kind of lemony that does push it towards that sort of way where you're kind of a bit not like... not too drying, but it still mm-hmm. just has that connotation to it, at least for me, of, of being oh. in that kind of end. And it's not even... Washing up liquid, once you've poured it in, it's sort of, you've done a full load of washing up and it's that kind of smell afterwards. You know, that slightly citrus little bit, it's a bit watery. But actually, because of the mouthfeel, because it having that carbonation to it, it pulls a little bit of bitterness along with it. Mm. Mm. And it heightens on that initial flavour a little bit more of the herbal notes than the than the citrus the citrus of the lemon kind of kicks in a little bit more leading me further down that path but that initial flavor is almost a little bit harsh with that bitterness and that those herbal notes which I quite like okay. and I'm gonna to have to keep drinking it quite quickly great that it's 05 hmm. um, yeah. percent to maintain that flavor rather than the back end of this beer which
2: i, I yeah I, th- I think I mean mine's already halfway gone so mm. I think Oh wow. I think that's the concern isn't it it's like I'm not getting you know that satisfying I'm I'm not being sated so it's like I keep going for yeah. more. It's not like a good beer where you are sated but you feel compelled to go back because the flavors there the body's sure. there. You want to pursue this it. Is just like, where's where's the rest of you? Are you yeah, at the bottom yeah. of this glass? Where are you? Yeah, absolutely.
3: Like um, My
0: self-described least favorite thing is a beer that forces you to have more of it. Right? Yes.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. You stay away from these beers at all completely. Um, <laughs> <laughs> stick with the water. Uh, I know there are um, breweries out there who I wouldn't say specialize in alcohol-free beer, but that's that's mostly kind of what they what they do, and if we get to my uh, second one of those breweries is included within this I did pick up a couple of other ones for next week as well which I think are made more by those kinds of breweries so it would be interesting to see what I get this week versus maybe what I get next week mm. um, I don't know how many alcohol free beers Wiper and True have made um, mm-hmm. I think they, they almost kind of market at least in the flavour text are saying we're using market leading technology to remove all of this stuff, they they're giving you the process. They're telling you kind of what they're doing. So whether this is a a, a first foray into this for them, uh, I'm I'm not sure. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it's fine.
2: They nailed the packaging. <laughs> mm, really yeah, absolutely. Like the, yeah. yeah, it's very I inviting. Mean, all the wiper, yeah, all the wiper and choose packaging is great. But um, mm, mm. yeah, uh, um, I I'll be interested to see what the Brulo tastes like. Um, there was a uh, I, I was told that the Holy Faith um, from Northern Monk is quite yeah. nice. Um, so might try that. Um, yeah, don't know how far down this road I'm gonna go, but um, you know, first week of January. I can't remember whether I did, it last, <laughs>
1: yeah, whether it was last year or whether it was the year before, or whether it was when Kim got pregnant. Perhaps that I had a few alcohol-free beers on again mm. because she wasn't drinking, so we cut back on our uh, on what we were buying. I think I had a few supermarket ones, one being Lucky Saint which is mm. the one that always sticks in my mind as being the one that I enjoyed the most out of that okay. batch of ones that I picked up. Um, so it might be worth a uh,
3: pick up as well. I might pick Let's that
2: see. one. So, yeah, because yeah. Um, yeah, I did try January in 2021. Mm. Yeah, so... Don't, I, don't, I don't think I'm going to do that again. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... But to be honest, count? I worked like, you know so much that month. Like, yeah. It was like, I'm more productive when I don't drink. <laughs> oh, <laughs> my God. <laughs>
0: oh, Amazing. I've uh, um, never done Dry January. I am going to try and cut back on how many drinks I go have when I go okay. out-out. Um,
2: yeah, I think that's the more sensible way to go. Like, just changing habits and Way of thinking overall rather mm. than just going cold turkey for one month, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I know when I drink and like the traps, it's like, oh, there's football on, let me have a beer.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: United are losing, <laughs> let me have 12 more <laughs> to <laughs> numb the pain, and it's like, okay, it's like just understanding those triggers and understanding when I drink and why I drink. And it's like, yeah, I can probably cut that out. Mm. Yeah. It's like during the World Cup, not really compelled to drink at all. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But Good. I mean, you've got a social life, and Anil, so it's like, unlike the rest of us, <laughs> it's just like, that, that that sounds uh, doubly hard
3: to mm. um,
0: I mean that's part of it, right? It's because I now realize that um, it's a lot easier to um, have a lot of nights Mm
3: -hmm. in
0: a week, sort of be too much. (laughs)
2: Like I don't
0: need three to five nights a week of five (laughs) beers.
2: No, like just two free. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, so it's like, it's one of
0: those things where it's like the department talk happens on Wednesdays and we go to the pub. Mm-hmm. So if you're not watching yourself, you'll easily. And then uh, a lot of the time I go to dinner with the speaker afterwards. So that's a couple of drinks there. And so it's like, oh, if I have a couple of drinks at the pub and I go for dinner, then I'm minimum at four or five drinks without even mm. paying attention. Right. More likely I'm at, like, six or seven. And that's just, like, work stuff. Yeah. That's, like, already a big night that's just gonna be weekly.
2: So easy to do. <laughs> yeah. You know? Um. Yeah, like, some of the contracts that I've been on, like, literally every lunchtime were at the pub. Yeah. And lunchtime then turned into after-work drinks. Oh my god. I was I was grateful for the pandemic because that was 2019. It's like, oh, I can not drink as much now because <laughs> yeah. I'm not going in. It's just like, mm, just I mean,
1: drink at home now. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah.
2: Just, just... And I did. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but um, I think after turning 30s and the hangovers get even worse, I'm just like, can't do this anymore man. Mm. Can't do it anymore. Couple, it gets more difficult. Absolutely. And, yeah. 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 Cuz every time like I have a hangover now, I'm just like which is rare, really rare now. Mm. Just like damn it, got caught again.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I um <laughs> before Christmas um I had a night where uh I, I must have drank I don't know 10 beers, something like that. Mm. Only maybe 330 milk cans. They're all lower percentage. You're all five sixes. There might have been a couple of um, things like a uh, couple kind of like bottles of Red Stripe or something in there. So a couple of like even lower ones for an mm. absolutely fine the next day. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, came back to Bristol, uh, yeah. had like three beers and felt awful the really? next day. It's just <laughs> like what what is the difference? Did I eat like twice as much on that day that I drank loads? Is it because I started at like ten o'clock in the morning or eleven o'clock in the morning, whenever we, we we got together and and cracked the first beer, sort of thing. Is it because I had it over a much longer yeah. period of time and drank drank for twelve hours rather than sort of cramming in three beers in three hours, sort of thing? Um, too many variables to know, but I, I you know I think age is definitely one of those. <laughs>
2: Um <laughs> right. Ooh, That's ooh. the constant. Yeah. Yeah. Let's hope
1: it doesn't just continue
2: to get worse. Oh, um
1: <laughs> let's talk about games. Something that keeps us young. Mm. Um maybe. Does it? Um yeah, no. maybe. <laughs> um uh, we can jump in with whatever we want to talk about on games, what we've been playing over the last sort of um, couple of weeks since we did our end of year show, because it's been a couple of weeks since uh, um, since we got together. So uh, I, I might just jump in with a very, very quick thing to say, I'm probably going to talk about two games next week when I've had more time with them. Mm. I've dabbled very slightly in Elden Ring, and I've been mostly playing what... The fucking stupid title is it? Final Fantasy 7 Reunion <laughs> Crisis Core.
0: Sure, I that think that sounds like a real game.
1: I <laughs> I think is that's what it's called. I don't think it says remaster or remake or anything on it as well because it is a re probably a remaster rather rem, remaster is it, with it, the is PSP this
2: DLC game. for the. Um, no,
1: it's not. It's a completely separate game. Mm. Um, as the original was <sighs> back in like 2005 or 4 or whenever that released this, in the mid This is when
2: I need a beer with alcohol. <laughs>
1: right? Moments like <laughs> this. J-R- JRPG. Oh, fuck. I cracked the 10% stout. That's, that's what we need. Um, both, uh, I will say, both very competent games. Final Fantasy VII Crisis Core is a lot easier to play than Elden Ring. Um, I'm, I'm breezing through. Uh, Crisis Core. Uh, it's a game I have played before. I did play it on PSP mm. when it originally released, but I, I've had that Gandalf moment, and I've just gone. I have no memory of this place. Right. I started the game up, like, what the <laughs> fuck is going on? I have put this game so far to the back of my mind that I'm just like, was this included in the original game? Did I? Mm. I, I remember this bit. Okay, I've got. Yeah, I can remember this. Why the fuck are they doing this now, though? Did this happen? And it's that's, just, that's my
2: fear with getting back into Elden Ring. Like I'll be like, what was I doing? Yeah, <laughs> oh, getting killed by something. Yes,
1: I've done so in Elden Ring so far. I've done lots of running away. <laughs> um, get is, on the horse you know, and strategy. run away.
2: Definitely a strategy. And, I mean, you know, that's what I did for probably the first thirty hours at least. <laughs> uh,
1: well, so. no, for the first thirty hours you did walk
0: away
3: very yeah. slowly. <laughs> I, I uh <laughs> I managed to
0: get fucked and get go in the open the wrong chest and then spend yeah. a long time figuring out how to get from a very bad place to a slightly better bad place.
2: <laughs> I just ended up dying and I was like, oh yeah. Yeah.
0: Oh, I, <laughs> I died a lot better. on that run back. Uh <laughs> yeah. but then I did um within the first 30 hours I killed my first dragon and that felt great.
2: I still haven't... Oh, still haven't.
0: that dragon in the, um, like, in the watery bit, right, close to the mm-hmm. beginning. A fun fight. You can cheese him on the horse real easy, but it's more fun I'm to try and not good at kill the horsey. Oh, I was horsey. bad, but I still <laughs> tried it for a bit before I figured no. out a better technique. That was the thing I was trying to to,
1: to get to grips with, being on the horse. And uh, I, I got to the point where you get to... Uh, I can't remember what they are. Like the bonfires, whatever they're called, the shrines or whatever mm-hmm. they are in this game. Um, Touches and I met of the, grace. Yeah. Yes, and I met the the woman who's like, "I'll oh, be your fucking maiden oh, yeah. or your virgin
0: or whatever she is." She didn't appear like, for me cool, for right, hours. Like, for me, I don't know why, but like I yes. couldn't actually fucking do a lot until it happened. It, I would really assume no.
1: it's. I'd assume it's because there's maybe there's certain points that you get to where it triggers, and because you had that giant leap. Yeah, None of maybe. these places would allow you to do that. So you had to get to it. Mm. But um, I've done that. Uh, um, and there's a little kind of ruined camp out the front with some soldiers in. I'm like, cool, mm. I'll, just, I'll, I'll oh. kill those guys. And then there's this big gate. Yes. And you go up up the hill. And when you go through the gate, there's some archers. And then this big monster drops down. Mm. And you've got to fight him. No, you I'm don't. Like, fuck. Well, you know, you, you're absolutely right. You don't have to fight him. <laughs> um I did. And I beat him first time. Oh wow, that's I'm, really I'm like, impressive. Well, Those guys, I'm like, suck. Cool. I'm, I'm like, cool. I'm getting this. I'm, I'm, I, I understand this game. I, I can. You know, I played, you know, I played Dark Souls one and two. I played Demon Souls when that came out. I get it. I'm like, I'm gonna stop playing tonight. I've, I've had my kind of half an hour because I've realised I can't just. You know, I've got to have like a dedicated time. It's not a game where I can just yeah. drop yeah. away and go and help out or do something. You know, I've got to have that dedicated hour or or whatever to be able to play. So I'm like, cool. I'm finished. I'll go and save it. Stop! Sat at the 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 shrine, whatever it's called. The bonfire. Mm. Loaded the game back up. Came back in, and because I've touched the bonfire, all of the monsters yep. are back. And I just thought that's like maybe a mini boss. Maybe he won't drop back down. Run straight mm-hmm. up, and he just drops straight on yeah. my fucking head. And then it took me about three times to beat him again. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I'm just gonna
0: get on the horse. <laughs> yeah, just run out.
1: <laughs> Correct.
2: Fuck yeah. it. What you're supposed yeah. to do? I think yeah. the
0: game is designed to, that that encounter is supposed to teach you that you can fuck off
2: can run yeah mm. mm-hmm.
0: and then yeah. you meet the wolves and then you go and meet the lady yes. and you get the, the jellyfish I've, meet, I've met the
1: wolves I've met the wolves um I think well, not, a, met a, a small pack of wolves yeah. up the top of
0: that hill but then you um, pick up all the shit in those cabins I, so I went and
1: sat so I haven't been into the cabins
0: oh, I've, do I've that. sat that's the next I've stopped at that ah camp. go yeah definitely explore yeah. those cabins there's some good shit okay and a that's, weird lady does. oh <laughs>
2: Okay. Uh, so are you doing like critical path where you like did you go backwards from where so you started
1: I did because I knew that I had a very limited amount of time to start with I thought mm-hmm. I'd do critical path because yeah. I'd stopped at a bonfire and I'm like I've got all of these souls or not souls whatever it is in this game again Um I'm like I can't I don't know how to use them I don't know how to level up if I die are they all just gone how is this going to work so I wanted to critical path until I got to a point
2: Um, Makes sense, yeah. Mm -hmm.
1: So now I'm up the hill. uh, I might start exploring a little bit, but realizing that there's a hell of a lot to explore back down kind of the bottom. Um, So, yeah, I might play through Critical Path a little bit because it keeps saying go to the castle. So I might go to the (laughs) castle, see what's cracking up there, and then fuck around a bit.
0: Yeah, that sounds about right.
1: Who knows?
0: It's a good game. And also, I ignored the castle for a long time and just explored, and I think that. By how I got to the castle, better for it.
2: Yeah, the critical path is I can't remember like... if there were like uh, like markers and like tutorial like go here, go there. When I played, I can't remember if there were. I know they've patched it several times. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the
1: the went... bonfires do give you like they show you almost the critical path. They give you an indication. Sign. Oh yes, yes It's it sort of as like a trail which goes. It's over there. So I go over that
3: mm-hmm. somewhere. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I think that was that's it so far.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sort of
1: guide wise as such.
2: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Interesting to hear your continued adventures into yeah.
1: Elden Ring. Yeah, I think um with uh, um, unless I start getting more codes for games, which is unlikely because of time to actually play them. Uh, mm-hmm. Crisis Core and Elden Ring will probably be the rest of January for me, <laughs> more more likely. Um I don't know whether there's any... There's much coming out this month. I um, think January is. always always seems like a bit of a dead month, but in reality it never is. No, oh, and then um, like 12
2: games come out. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I, th- I think there are maybe that Dead Space remake or something. Mm. Like oh yeah. And, and that... Yeah. Is it Forspoken?
1: Well, that's out this month, is it? I maybe. maybe. I know maybe. it's early. Um, <laughs> was it... Yeah. Was it last year or maybe the year before, like February, where everyone got out of everyone else's way? And then it was like, oh no, it's just all the games are releasing literally on just one <laughs> yeah. day in February. Yeah, that sounds about right.
3: Yeah.
1: It's a pure joy. Um, but, but yeah, that's it from me in terms yeah. of games. Um, Adol, have you had a, a chance to to play anything? or know you been in some long flights.
0: Nope. Fair. <laughs>
2: that's fair yep
0: I had long flights. I did not play games. Um, I tried to actually sleep. I watched some bad movies. Um, that's about it. Yeah, um, that's fine. yeah, although I am going <laughs> on a trip next week, I'm um, mm-hmm. giving a talk at a conference in Germany oh. um, so I'm okay. taking this team deck and perhaps if the people are boring. Um I can play I can play video games in the evening because I'll be
1: bored. That's fair. I I imagine there's gonna be, you
0: know, as your standard academic life is lots of schmoozing and and Oh, I've already been given a warning that the people organizing this are um
3: hmm.
0: Enjoy yeah, enjoy the the um alcoholic consumption.
3: I mean in Germany, Germany. yeah, Yeah. Yeah. Why, why not? I mean, okay. so
0: my buddy went gave like a the department talk there, and apparently they when they went out afterwards, like shots were involved. So I can't imagine what the like they've got funding for a conference, who's paying for the <laughs> hotels, etc.
3: Nights out was gonna be. I mean,
1: I think you're probably safe getting lost in a UK city and finding your way back to where you mm. where you need to be. Please don't get lost in a random German city.
0: No. Yes. Um, remember this, 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 this so so remember like 20 minutes ago where I'm like I've resolved to drink less in January <laughs> <laughs> or in general <laughs> I should say not in January German in general
2: <laughs> yeah
0: it'll be interesting it'll be fun be perfect. Yeah.
2: Um, Lucy what have you been yeah. up to for
0: the last couple of weeks
2: Um, I also haven't played much um I played uh, melatonin, which oh yes, review up on mm-hmm. the site at of lives.net. I encourage you to read it, because um, I think it's a good review. I have to big up myself. Now. Yeah, absolutely. Um, as you should. Yeah. Uh, what have I been playing? I mean, some Where, what kind of game is that? Here and there. Or- mm-hmm. Oh, it's a, it's a rhythm... It's, sorry, it's a it's a rhythm game. Um, which uh. It's as someone who's not good at rhythm games is um actually a very approachable one because um, it has lots of accessibility features. And, yeah, it's a nice nice relaxing time. It's not stressful or you know, um you don't need precise timing all the time because mm-hmm. you can change the settings to your you know, to your skill level basically. But uh yeah, it's it's, it's good. Go read my review. Um what else? Uh <laughs> You know, stuff like Vampire Survivors and stuff like that, and Into mm-hmm. the Breach. Just been dabbling in those when it's like, hmm. I don't want to you... play anything, but I want it... to play something. Yeah, you need... taking
0: over in those like comfort
2: games. Mm-hmm. Almost, yeah. mm-hmm.
0: What's, um, anything to say about the Vampire Survivor DLC?
2: Uh, no, because I've only played the... Because I think it was just one level, and mm-hmm. I've only played it once. It's big, it's big, and it's um, it's kind of kind of maze like um mm. so it's, it's it's a bit different compared to other other levels
1: is that the um, the mount moon spell yeah one where they've got like specific areas mm. kind of within and there's actual paths it's not just an open field there's there's paths and stuff to actually kind of take through the through the map
2: yeah that's mm. the one yeah um but i, I haven't really Dug much into it. Mm-hmm. I think I survived thirty minutes on it. I can't remember. Oh, okay. Or, or or got very close to the end, but um, yeah, I haven't really explored much of it. Um, uh, I've been playing uh the word games. Um, okay. The the developer Chris. He he told me how to pronounce this, but I always I I feel like I always <laughs> yeah. butcher it every time. But there's um several uh games you know, word games, and it's... The one I've been playing recently is called Letterbox by Powgi. Pogi. Oh, yeah. P-O-W-G-I. Oh, yeah. Um, which I just recently finished. It's just, like, something I have in, like, rotation with, like, you know, New York Times crossword right. and Wordle and stuff like that. And it's just, like, yeah, and it's... I mean, I ping yeah a achievement every time I do them, so it's, like... Uh, it's nice for Microsoft Rewards points, but um, oh yeah, letterbox is basically a is it like five by five grid, and there's letters all on the edges except in the corners, and then you've got like a gosh, how many letters would that be? Is it four? Anyway, and then you got a word, and it's like you have to put all the different letters. Um, in each different square, it, it's sort of like Sudoku. So it's like mm. it reads a word across and down. So it's like, you know, it's 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 probably one of the easier easier games from that um by Poggy series. Um, but yeah, it's it's like just something that massages my brain enough. But uh,
3: yeah,
2: wrap that one up and um, yeah, there's some hard ones that I still haven't finished, like the word lovers and stuff like that. But uh, yes. That's that's what I've been doing my time, fair. just bits and bobs. Yeah, yeah it's a uh, it's a nice I, time I, of the
1: year to just relax mm. and not yeah, have to feel like you've got to get into something.
2: Mm. One thing I just remembered, though, I say that I've only been playing little bits and bobs and not much, but I've somehow put, like, almost 50 hours into Potion Craft, <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know how that happened, <laughs> but I looked at... Um, it's just been that that's been like sort of, sort of one of these games on like rotation. It's like okay, playing like half an hour here. I think the first day I played like eight hours, so fair enough. But um, like the, l- the last couple of days I've just been playing bits and bobs. It's um, it, it came out gosh, I think late just, December, just early December, yeah, something like that. It's on Game Pass. I'm playing it on right. Steam because um, I've got a code for it. Um, it's, it's not quite a sim, like, uh, I don't know, Harvest Moon or Star- any of its, like, you know, offs like Stargy Valley or something like that. It's, um, you know, a, it's sim-ish, but it's not hardcore sim. It's, it's, seen from this, like, 2D kind of, um, perspective, you're running this potion shop, um, you're an alchemist and, uh, one of the very smart things, one of the most unique mechanics, because I I feel there's, like, been a lot of potion games recently, or at least I've heard of several, but, um, this one has a pretty unique hook to it, um, so each potion, um, you, you own this shop, um, and you have this garden, um, you're not, the, the garden just grows independently, you're not, you know, watering it or oh, anything like that. Right. It's just each each new day, more um, plants, mushrooms, um, ingredients sprout out of your garden. Yeah, yeah. You can't control what grows there. It's just automatic. Um, mm. And you've got the shop um, where you sell to customers. Um, that they, they come in and say, "I want something for uh, so I have burning loins tomorrow or something like that." And it's like, "Okay, I need <laughs> a potion for libido." Um, and then um, you have, you know, your little alchemy setup. Um, mm-hmm. It looks very cute. The, the whole game's got this, like, medieval tapestry look mm. to it. It's very nice. Um, but you've got your, your your little alchemy setup. And behind the setup, it, it's basically this map. It looks like a world map. And every time you throw an ingredient into uh, your, your cauldron... Um, it basically tra- on the map it traces out a little outline. So when you throw more ingredients in, in e every ingredient has a specific like path, a um particular route. So like say, okay, this green herb this will make um my trail on the map go go west. Right. And then okay, this this purple ore will make it snake round to right. that, like the north or south and stuff like that, and you're basically tracing out your route on this map. And I think it's a really like interesting mechanic. So it's like it it the you know mixing together ingredients and combination of different herbs and mushrooms and everything like that is visually portrayed on mm. this like little adventure map, and I there's like several places on this map where different ingredients are. So it's like, okay, the libido recipe is all the way to the West. Mm. I need to chain together several different ingredients that snake towards that ingredient in order to, in order to brew that. Or it's like, okay, the poison is to the Southeast or, you know, it's, it's a really interesting way of conveying that kind of mix of, Potion, you know, mix of ingredients to create new potions and um, it's got a nice tactile feel. I'm playing it on you know, just the trackpad on on uh, Steam, Steam Deck. Deck. Oh, mm. Yeah. What I love about Steam Deck is like, I, I booted up the game and the, you know, default controls it's like, I just want to use the mouse pad. It, I think it was, you know defaulting to like the analog joysticks and you right. can just freely use the touchpad as a mouse. So all I did was go to um, the custom layouts um, that were done by the community, went to the top one, because that was the one that was like most crowded, yeah. yeah, And then just download that, and it's like, yep, just works out the gate, so I love that. But anyway, um, uh, yeah, it's got a really nice tactile feel. It's like putting ingredients in like the pestle and mortar, and basically when you grind up an ingredient, um, the more you grind it up, the more it goes along its little path, um, the 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 longer the reach. Basically, you get with that um, potion if you grind it up, right? Um, and yeah, just like working the bellows and stuff like that, and haggling with customers and for better prices. It's 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 good. Um, and it has a end point, which is nice. Oh, okay. Uh, nice. So, um, there's ten chapters. I think I'm on the sixth. And um so, so it's all about at this point uh brewing some very interesting and special um you know, potions and mixing them all together. To what end? I don't know. I you know, that I guess I'll that'll be revealed in, in chapter ten. But I right. basically got this super uh alchemy kit in the basement, um, where I'm conjuring up weird new ingredients and don't know why. Um, <laughs> God knows what portal I'm going to open at the end of the yeah, game. But, um, exactly, yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. I'd but, love um, it if it was just like a super right turn or just like, wait, what <laughs> the fuck? <laughs>
2: Who knows? But um, yeah, some of the, um, uh, you know, brewing certain things uh, gets a bit finicky because to get like the strongest potion, there's like three levels of potion. Mm. Um, like weak to strong um, and to get like the strongest potion, it has to you know, your path and where you end up on the path has to be perfectly lined up with this symbol on the map and it can get a bit finicky mm, Okay, and that's a, that was a bit annoying to begin with because, you know you run out of ingredients and it's like, oh crap um, you know how am I going to get this dead on uh, the centre of that icon and it's like okay, just gonna have to scrap this potion and waste all my uh ingredients but the more i've been playing and like just you know earning money just buying a ton of ingredients that that's the lesson that frustration but um, Mm. yeah my shop's doing well got a good reputation because um if you start like selling to seedy seedy ass customers (laughs) like you want to poison dogs and you know shank guards and stuff jesus. like that y- yeah it's literally that, like they they just bra come in and say like i want to stab my neighbor or something like that or poison my neighbor or and i'm just like jesus um but yeah if you the more of them you serve your your popularity will uh increase but then you attract the wrong kind of right. clientele and then Like, shady people start coming in and it's like, I don't want that. So, yeah, so I've got a good reputation and only serving people who, you know, need something for their burning loins, you know, good wholesome stuff, (laughs) so. So, yeah, it's it's, it's good. It's good. It was in early access for ages and I thought it'd just be like, you know, I don't know why I thought this, because if it's in early access, it's usually something with a long tail. Right. Um, mm. But I was like, oh, yeah, I'll be in and out in like nine hours or something. But apparently forty forty eight 48 hours later. You well, right? If... I, I don't know That's where I find that time. I was going
0: to say how, where?
2: I don't, I don't know. <laughs> That's fair. I fell in. I fell into that portal. I've been brewing. Exactly. Yeah. 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 (laughs)
1: Suddenly, you're like, "There's fireworks outside. What's going on? Who knows? I'm just going to keep making (laughs) potions." And everyone's like, "Happy Christmas!" You're like, "No potions, man I'm just just here to make potions."
2: It's either a lot of idle time, but then the steam deck usually accounts for that.
3: All right. Okay. Um,
2: Like when when you when you put it to sleep or something Mm. like that. I, I. because I started on, like, the 2nd of January. That must be wrong. I can't have possibly played it for, like, 40. <laughs> like, God <laughs> knows how long. I don't know. Maybe i have and just... Okay.
1: I'll just have a look. Po- potion craft. How long to beat? <laughs> mm. uh, it, it did, well, estimated time to complete all 29 potion craft achievements. This is from true achievements rather than how long to beat. It's 30 right. to 35 hours. Wow. Um, okay so main story for potion craft uh the uh, median is 20 hours
2: okay I'm, I'm guessing it must be like you know uh idle time because mm. otherwise i i've somehow torn the Fabric of space and time. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think there's been forty-five hours between the second of January and now. So yeah, it must be. I eye- <laughs> must <Yeah>. be. Eye- <laughs> I at least be not waking time. hours. No.
0: <laughs> oh, are you, is this it? Is this a trick? You you just play these types of games in your sleep, like literally.
2: I mean, I get eight hours. Have something to do during that time. Yeah. <laughs> so nice yeah it's it's good it's good I recommend it Um, yeah one of those mostly turn your brain off and just relax Mm
1: -hmm. brilliant
2: cool
1: Um,
0: let
2: us
1: turn then to uh, a bit of a topic Mm. for this week you know we've I don't know, was it the start of last year where the, when we changed the like format Marches. a little bit and we did kind of two episodes a week, an hour long, we might change it back to an hour and a half, yeah. two hours, you know, going forward, try and fit some topics in and things, revert mm-hmm. back to our previous format. or will do something completely different. We try and keep it a bit fresh, but we're fresh
3: in revisiting. I mean, it, it was clearly us trying to race remake. to...
0: Uh, Three fifty because we were so prepared for that
3: one. Yes, (laughs) Uh,
0: what
1: what we call tanked up remake, Crisis Point. Oh God, simulator or something. Tanked up (laughs) remastered to (laughs) Dawn of the First Beer or something. Um, Mm. I've I've opened a beer before we move on to. Oh, excellent. Um, What is it? I've got I've got no idea what that. Says, I don't know oh what the beer's boy. called.
3: Hannah. Um, <laughs> I mean,
0: just...
3: just uh, yeah, it blah, blah, blah. Looks like Ohana.
0: Oh, Ohana. Yeah.
2: Where's yeah, it maybe. Um, oh, it's right.
0: from
1: Excel, Um But as a collaboration with Low Tide Brewing. So, um, are there... Uh, double dry hopped, hail ale. Um, yes, double dry hopped. Uh, pineapple and lemongrass, hmm. hail ale. Um, but again, 0.5%. Um, So, uh, interestingly, there's a, I don't know how you do this, but if it will focus, um, scan on Spotify, a little kind of code that then says, check out Ohana's top tunes. (laughs) Who who fucking knows? Weird. Is in relation (laughs) to, because it doesn't tell me any more than that. But, um, Flavour Text, this beer is a collaboration with our friends at Low Tide Brewery. A double dry hop pail with huge tropical fruit flavors and aromas. Made with pineapple, lemongrass, and dry hop with brew, one, and sabro. This beer has all the flavor of some of our favorite hop-forward beers, but with less alcohol than a ripe banana. Um, it has got pineapple and lemongrass in. it doesn't tell me any of the other things, really. Um, yeast, it says, water, hops. He was already given us some of the hops in the flavor text. Um, but, yeah. It's, it, it's a nice tin. It jumped yes, out yeah. at me when I um, was looking down the down the shelf. Um, mm. It's completely different, at ah, completely different oh, to really? the two beers that we've. Oh wow, it drank has head. Oh wow, that looks like it's a beer. It's got head. It looks like a beer. <laughs> it looks like a hazy um, pale. Maybe, maybe a little bit thin, but it's a pale ale. Uh, you know, as our previous beers were, the White Man a lager, so you expect a little bit of uh, a thinness to it. What's interesting is this. This smells like a yogurt. It smells like a pineapple yogurt. Oh, wow. um, It's odd. Mm. It's an odd smell. I don't know whether it's the combination of the pineapple and the lemongrass. Maybe the sabro is giving it more of that creamy mm. sort Fair. of note. Um, but it's, it's almost... We were talking about the smell of the last beer being a bit more dishwatery, um And, and this looks a bit more like dishwater. Um, it's, it's maybe a little bit more orange on yeah. the camera... Than it actually is. It's a little bit more pallid. Um, actually, you oh, probably yeah, get a, yeah. a better representation here of what that, yes. that colour actually yeah. is. So I was about
2: to say that's a really nice looking beer, but yeah, that <laughs> mm. yeah. you get closer Under and it's like, track. oh, it looks lovely. And yeah, it's not. It's, yeah. it's back here. But I know it says it's
1: pineapple, it's lemongrass. It's almost a bit more kind of apricotty on oh. the nose. You know, it's almost like an apricot yogurt on mm. the, <laughs> the nose. <laughs> <laughs> Dill's shaking
3: his head. It is mean, <laughs> thin. It, it, yeah, I mean
0: it, it, it's it's
3: I wonder um,
0: if I'm surprised the oat trend hasn't gone to alcohol free, given the 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 theory that it's cheaper, but also it gives it that thickness and creaminess. Mm. You would think. I mean, maybe not on this particular beer. Now I'm curious if there are pale ales made with alcohol free beers.
1: Yeah, it doesn't have it in this beer. Um, there's no oats. No oats in this. But that flavour does come across and it's, it's you do get the pineapple. It's very light. Um, it's a really light, like but the, the Wiper True had that kind of more herbal and bitter note up front and, and, and went off. This gives you those initial kind of flavours. That pineapple, it does edge a little bit more towards something a bit more sort of light stone free, maybe a little bit sort of apricot but that might be a bit more of the nose as I've got my face in there giving that to me. But it fade, the, the flavour fades so quickly. Mm. Um, it's, it's a little bit, a touch kind of bitter, maybe a little bit more from the, the lemongrass as well, which kicks in right at the end. And then that's sort of the flavour that I'm left with. But everything else is, is gone completely, yeah. really, really quickly. Uh, mm-hmm. And it gets super dry. Such a dry beer. Interesting.
2: Um, I, I, mine, mine was like very, very wet. It's like I'm still drinking it now, and it's like it's not dry at all. So right. I, I can't imagine. that I mean, that dryness probably just enhances the need to just get through it. Um, yeah. I, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll save the brew low until next week. Um, mm. Try that experiment next week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just fingers crossed. Than this one. <laughs> Because I'd love, like, you know, I I think a lot of drinking is, like, that kind of, like, just instinctual, like, placebo, just sure, you know, like, smokers, like, needing something to put towards their mouth and just, like, you know, that movement, I think. Mm. There's also, like, the, when you're vibing with people, like,
0: there's that psychological Mm -hmm. thing where you end up drinking with them.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'd love to find a beer that's, like, flavorful and tasty and maybe that, you know, could do that.
1: But yeah, yeah. Maybe O'Hanans
2: so the... isn't the one. Mm. <laughs> we we've <laughs> had
1: um, what do they call them? Like micro. Um,
2: yeah, I'd rather I'd rather IPAs small table stuff beer. like yeah. that, like table
1: beer. Yeah, I was think. gonna yeah, say yeah. yeah.
0: this is where I almost mm-hmm. always lean towards like the three to four percent because it's still a beer.
2: Even something like I think Brew Numbers or Kernel, they make amazing Kernel's table, table beers. Like, beer so is fucking good. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'd r- I'd rather that. I'd rather like
0: <laughs> two of those versus mm-hmm. a night of drinking the type yes. of beer that you guys have described. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I like that. I li- I like the uh, that's very well, democratic. Maybe atmosphere. maybe
1: we'll maybe we'll build up to it. Maybe uh February is the month of table beers because it's it's nice and short. Um and at the end of that, we'll be like, "Fuck it, just just go straight to eight percent now." Don't oh, I thought you were yeah. just like, "What if we
0: <laughs> if we go from zero to like three, and then we just add a percent every month?" <laughs> Each yeah. month, and we get like thirteen, forty percent, but <laughs>
2: yeah, that's fine. You, you're stout, stout. Yeah, so barley wine, in December? yeah, December. Yeah, I like that. Perfect. So that would be Perfect. so interesting for us. Further discussions I think, to be had, maybe. I think <laughs> <Yeah>. we'd break. <laughs> <on> March. <laughs> <laughs> um
1: let's talk about our topic at all. Uh, hand me. It over to you, let you kind of intro uh um or at least discuss yeah, I'll, the I'll just... article that you'd uh brought to our attention.
0: Yeah, this was uh article on PC Jamer uh by Rick Lane. Twenty twenty two was a warning shot for the big budget games industry. And it basically talked about how um the initial move is like the, the the factual reporting of how we didn't have a lot of um, big games come out and this we're still reeling from how the long tail of COVID because games take so long to make and everything got shuffled around because of COVID mm-hmm. and moving to remote and whatever um but 2022 people were saying it's like not not a lot of games came out but of course a bunch did they were just not big ones right yeah um I mean yeah. this is Vampire Survivor we talked a bunch about um and, um, whatchamacallit, penitent at the very tail end penitent. of the year.
3: Yeah.
0: Um. But the claim here is, like, of the new released big-budget games, so you would think, given that so few big-budget games came out, the ones that w- did come out would be Blockbuster Hits, and they just weren't, except for Elden Ring, um. right? You had Modern Warfare 2, Plague Tale 2, Horizon 2, God of War, the second series part 2... Um noticing a trend, uh Saints Row, the re-reboot, um, you know, yeah. Dying Light 2, uh, and all these other things, right? And um I, I kinda don't care about the what the author thinks is going on, except really just to, to us to talk about why we think these big budget games didn't work. The author sort of points out, I think that it takes so long to make and these big budget games all seem to need for whatever reason um, intricately detailed open worlds provides dozens if not hundreds of hours worth of experiences, lifelike characters multiple free, fully realized towns and cities, animated platforming system, combat, a story hundreds of thousands of spoken word dialogue yeah. uh, and written dialogue, probably a stealth system a crafting system and a pseudo RPG method of progression uh, And it's, and it's kind of like they all need to keep up with each other and maybe yeah. that's a problem no. And that's kind of the the article goes on a bunch if you're interested in what the author says afterwards. Go ahead. I kind of wanted to take that part of the of the article and then I sort of talk about yeah. what we think about that and like what we'd want to see
3: i guess because
2: see. when I was reading the article it was, it was that point that like little paragraph as well that like stood out to me that was um games now i I can't remember who said it, but it's like recently, it's like, games are too big to fail, Now, <laughs> You know yeah. what I mean? It's mm. like, they've, they've become so homogenized, because it's like, as as the author of the article said, it's like, you just gotta throw everything in. Like, you know, when you're reading off, you know, this game, this, uh, the second one in this series, it's like, like God of War. Yeah. It's like, what I've read about it, and the criticism that I've uh scene is that it needs editing, <laughs> needs an editor, yeah, and the first game had that issue, like I still have nightmares about that is it the elf Elfenheim or whatever carrying those stupid crystals across those bridges that lasted about sixty hours, and it's mm. just like you haven't learned <laughs> why haven't you learned so that one, that one made money,
0: they didn 't have to do anything different. Do the same thing. It made us money.
2: But it seems like they've put more in it. And it's like, is that just to be like like the dying light people? It's like, look how big our game is. You know mm. what I mean? It's like Horizon Zero Dawn. Love that game. Less, you know, <laughs> impelled to go to the second because people have been like, it's a slow start. Which was my criticism of the first. Like, I didn't even know if I liked that game for, like, 10 hours. Yeah. I was like, I I thought I'd really love this robot dinosaur game, but it's kind of boring for, like... And then, like, after getting over that hump, loved it. But it's just like, how do you... Do they not care to make these games better? (laughs) Or do they just want to make them bigger? It's like... And I don't have the time, the energy, the... the the mental strength to be playing games that are just big for the sake of it. It's like, edit your bloody game. It's like, there's no need for them <laughs> to be this long. Agreed. There's no need. Ugh, yeah, the the, the industry's a mess. Um, it, it's like because they cost so much and take so long. It's like, let's throw in the kitchen sink as well. Well, it's just also so that it's like we can cling onto something. There's I don't so... get it.
0: Big that they aren't; they have to be run by corporate approaches, right? You, but,
2: but look you... at Elden Ring. Look how many game they they put games out at a cadence that is ridiculous.
0: Well, yeah, and they but they are still. Sony
2: Santa Monica has put out two games in like the last decade. Yeah, and look how many from software. But like,
0: Ooh. this is the thing of like the corporate approach is also part of especially in the West, the corporate culture, which is, it doesn't matter what the industry is, if you are an exec, you can run things properly, and this is where gaming, I think, has gotten really fucked, right? Because the -hmm. people who are the heads of these corporate structures, who like dictate what the director can and can't do, and what the scope of the game can and can't be, are Mm -hmm. lifelong managers. They are not devs. Right? And so from their perspective, it doesn't the, the, a decision is not weighed against what will this do to the game A decision is weighed on will this garner a shareholder value yeah. um, And when you yeah. don't have a good understanding of games as an art form, let alone games as the technical thing that they are, bundle of technical yeah. tasks, then you're going to do the default corporate thing, which is what worked last time Do that again.
3: Yeah, I think, or what worked like, over
0: there across the street, we should do that too. And then they've all been doing this yes. for so long that the across the street is this fucking web of shitty features. And they weren't shitty at the time because they were in games that were designed around that feature.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I think that works in the case of like something like Gotham Knights, where it's like shoehorned in mechanics and yeah. stuff like that. I think in the case of like something like Horizon or God of War. I mean, Sony Santa Monica or Gorilla or yeah. even, you know, Naughty Dog with The Last of Us 2, which is too long. They're probably like, we want to make a sequel. And Sony's like, yep, it's fine. The last game sold 10 million. Here's, here's a blank check. Someone should reign those games. Well, I guess <laughs> this know, is... someone should be there to say, look, this is ridiculous. This is, These games are too big, too long. Because as say if I was just a PlayStation four or five user yeah. who only cared about big games. Why? I would rather play something every couple months, every couple, you know, even each year. Instead of waiting on a game that's going to take five, but how well, long was uh, this is the... uh, Horizon Zero Dawn five years? God of War was like four? And yeah. it's like diminishing returns at that point. When you're using the same engine, you're building on the same framework as the first game. It's like, why do these games take so long? But, and I think it's because they're chasing that, like, that prestige title. And I was just like, who cares? I'd rather just play a worse game, like, every year.
0: But, I mean, okay. th- this is what I mean about chasing things, is, like, part of that mm-hmm. chased feature set is this perception of length equaling quality. Yeah. Right? Like... God of War Ragnarok has to be this many hours long. And if they realize they've got like rough, they can't cut it unless they spend another six months refilling that space. So the people who are running it are being disincentivized to cut things because then it won't be the right length. that Their like overlords are telling them they have to be.
2: Yeah, true, true. Yeah.
1: I like think it's, 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 I suppose the. Not the difficulty of game development, maybe the cycle of, you know, how long things are in for pre- pre-production for and then production for, you know, how much you can actually get out and say, cool, these are the beats that we want to hit in pre-production. This is the story that we want to tell. You know, take The Last of Us or something like that. This is the story that we want to tell. These are the locations we're going to sell it in. We know what the gameplay is and this is how we can get the story around with the with the gameplay. You then get into the production of that game. Some things become too hard, got to cut them put something in instead, get a different asset, make something a bit easier, repeat some different assets around to make life easier for you. Cool. Mm -hmm. Simple things that you can do to kind of chop that time down. But actually when you get into playtesting, to suddenly go, shit, there's like 10 hours of this game that people are going to fucking hate. (laughs) It's very Uh difficult to just cut that when you want it to be a 20 plus hour Mm -hmm. experience because you feel that you have to have the need for that kind of, as you say, prestige level of games yeah. I just had a look at um, Game of the Year for the last few years um, and the first thing that popped up was from the Game Awards um, I looked okay. at BAFTA as well, but BAFTA's a little bit yeah. more
3: uh, um, art focused
1: um, yeah, <laughs> perhaps there's a lot more indie <laughs> titles that, that get mm. a lot more spotlight through BAFTA, but Game of the Year for the Game Awards, for the gamers um, the last year was Elden Ring. The year before it was It Takes Two, which was uh, an mm-hmm. interesting pick. Uh, the last of Us Part Two, two thousand uh, in twenty twenty. Sekiro twenty nineteen, God right. of War twenty eighteen, Breath of the Wild twenty seventeen, Overwatch twenty sixteen, The Witcher twenty fifteen, and Dragon Age Inquisition twenty fourteen. All big budget mm. games mostly apart from maybe Overwatch a lot of them and and it takes two a lot of them following that formula following that kind of open world this kind of more action based game with those RPG mechanics uh, um, you know some story to them that kind of template that exists Mm. and I wonder whether again it's partly that Um, they've gone well the last game not even the last game that you made you look at something like Days Gone, right? Very similar to lots of Sony games. And Sony yeah. probably went, fuck yeah. An open world <laughs> game on a motorbike with zombies. We know that zombies sell. We've we've seen it with The Last of Us. We know that people love fucking open world games. We've seen it with all of the Assassin's Creed games and all of these kinds of things. Um, it, it seems on paper like it should sell millions and millions of copies. And it probably did sell millions of it did. copies. I think
2: it's... I mean, um, I know Sony and like the developers considered it like a failure. Um, but I think it sold like millions of copies. I mean, from someone outside looking in, it look, looks like it did well, you know? Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. Oh. not well enough to... Yes. You know, that's the thing, yeah. It, it's yeah. like a game has to sell 10 million or it ain't, you know, ain't nothing. It's like, a,
1: it, a, a, a very different conversation, but another interesting point from that is almost at what point does Sony then go, great, it sold... Fifteen million copies make number two, whereas it sold five million copies, and they go, "Don't pursue days gone anymore." And they go, "Great, we can tell something. We can do something different. Perfect." Yeah. <laughs> yes, we got I'd, a bit I'd more freedom. I want my game to not almost. sell in that
2: case. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because, yes, yeah. we can take
1: some of those systems and we can work with some of the things and the technology that we have, but actually, we can do something different now. Mm. Um,
2: yeah. It, I mean, I mean, creditors only like they're putting out the games and they are. Good, they are very high quality. Like Microsoft can't ship a big game to save their life, so it's like that's money down the drain. Mm. That's either comes out as crap, or it's just never coming out, or it's like even a longer tail, like mm-hmm. you know, eight nine years. Like so, yeah. But it's just it's it's. I mean, I I'd be sad if I because because I do think I don't play big games like play play like one or two a year. Mm. And that's enough for me to, to satiate me, because it's like, I've got all these indie games. I couldn't yes. imagine just being yeah. like, you know, because when I look at, like, you know, console wars and stuff like that, well, I don't, you know, actively seek them out, but it's like, oh, I'm looking at what Game Pass game is coming out, and someone's like, Sony better, or something <laughs> like that. Um... I'd just be like, yeah, it's you'd me. be pretty angry. You <laughs> 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 imagine if you were just waiting for, like, every blockbuster game? You'd be you'd be angry. You yeah. would be. You, you're getting to play, like, two games a year. And if they're not big uh, GTA open world, st- you know, hundreds of hours things, yeah, you'd probably be angry, <laughs> but, um... Yeah, but, but again, just, who
1: who's the market catering for? You mm-hmm. know, when we were kids Weirdos. and we got a game at Christmas, you might have got one at your birthday. You might have gone and got something secondhand in the summer holidays because your parents are like, fucking just get them a game so they can fuck off. Float. Um, <laughs> you know, you might have had three games. You want as much play in those yeah. as as possible. Whereas now for us, and for what I would imagine is a continuing aging uh, um, group of people who, who play games. Um, you know that you want to keep up with that, but you also want those smaller experiences where you want to be able to yeah. fit in fifteen minutes of being able to play something. You know, that's why something like Marvel Snap has kept me on like cool five minutes. Mm, exactly. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you, you, with the habits that kind of change. Yes, I brought Elden Ring off the backs of how much you guys enjoyed it, but I know that 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 I won't finish that this year. I got oh, no yeah. doubt that I will not finish that game. But I still wanted to experience that and it would be cool. I've got an hour. I'll go and play Elden Ring for an hour. Brilliant. And I might play one or two hours a week. Maybe. And it's just sort of changing, I suppose, our our habits. But again, that's great because Elden Ring provides me with hundreds of hours yeah. of, of, of game to be yeah, able to delve into. Every minute in
2: that game is like worthwhile. It's not yeah. like you're, I don't know, Krona acts at Ravens for like the 50th time. You know what mm. I mean? It's like every, every Oh, you've single... got another
1: collectible. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes.
3: mm.
2: It's, it's you know, there's no, there's no faff. It's a huge game, but it's like everything in there is quality and, you know, worth it. Um,
1: it almost seems quite deliberate.
2: Yes. It has, it has like game design. <laughs> 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 yeah, I don't know. Mm-hmm. whereas some other games are just like yeah just put a collectible in for the sake of it
3: yeah
1: yeah just bulk it out a little bit uh, you know it's it's one of those where something like The Last of Us mm-hmm. which was very narrative driven you know it's corridor it's a corridor game basically okay. it had lots of um, sort of world building and storytelling through just the collectibles that you did pick up and those kinds of things it wasn't just i've got number Mm -hmm. one of 50 things it was i want to read this because i've suddenly realized that it's a continuation of the last collectible you know like Ish's story and stuff where you pick up those like five collectibles through and it tells you about his kind of experience within that very small bit of the environment of the world great. it's those kinds of things that we want to see sort of more of Or, or like Elden ring where you go somewhere and you're like what the fuck is this? And you go. <laughs> yeah. How can I find out more about what this thing is? You know, I picked mm-hmm. up a key uh, or something, and I'm like, "What? Yeah. For where? I've not. I've, I've seen no doors. Correct. Yeah. How am I meant to know yeah. where this is for?
2: It just about wants you to a, get get explore more, rather the than the just feeling real like real you real. have
1: to yeah.
3: explore. Yeah,
2: yeah. 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 It's uh, it's gonna be weird, and like as you say, like changing times and stuff like that i think i think the the um the the bad place that the industry is going to go next and it's probably already going is um you know people want in constant multiplayer drops and constant Mm. season what do they call it battle passes and constant Content updates and that's just like seems exhausting,
3: you know. <laughs> Again,
2: it's that
1: changing kind of. um But is it changing? Is it the industry changing itself? You know, Street Fighter Two released. Twenty characters to play with. Great, done. We'll just we'll just bat bat the shit out of each other and play Street Fighter Two. Cool. Multiverses comes out and it's great. We've got fifteen characters. We've got twelve characters or whatever. There'll be another five by the next two months, there'll be then another 10 within the next year. Like, constantly expanding, but also, okay, a, a, a poor example, I suppose, with it being a free uh, to play game, and then having that kind of, give us 8 quid and you get these next characters. Or even Street Fighter 6, or 5, uh, 5 has just previously That's come cool. out, which is, here's 15, 16 characters, give us 10 quid and you can get another 4, kind of thing. We will build that roster for you, but you've got to constantly give us that money for it. Um yeah. rather than just people going, cool, I've got the twenty characters, I'll just play with
0: them.
2: Yeah, but um I remember when I think it was Apex Legends came out and uh people were like, Okay, we we we've we've, you know, got to the max level and stuff like that. Where's the next part? And it's like I think it came out in like February and people were like March were like, where's the rest? <laughs> it's like they wanted it to keep up with like a cadence mm. of something like Fortnite, which is yeah. you know, turning over billions. Um I remember Respawn came out and said, like, look, we're not just gonna crunch people to death to give you updates. It's like just wait. <laughs> 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 yeah. mm. That that um that old timey thing called waiting and like, mm. not an instant gratification, but Yeah, it's it's a mess. Just just give me like <laughs> A small little Metroidvania game. Make 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 a Monkey Island game every eighteen months, and I'll be all right. Yeah, yeah. fine. Yeah, yeah. But give, give me something mm. that came out on Steam for like one pound called Vampire Survivors.
3: Right, <laughs> right.
2: That's hundreds of my gaming hours gone.
1: Yeah, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. It, it will be interesting to see kind of where it goes, but I kind of I can almost see that it is just going to continue. Yeah. Like it has been for the last five or six years.
2: Yeah.
1: For another five or, or, or six years. I, I'd, uh, I'd
2: hope but... something like PlayStation Plus or um, you know, Game Pass will show people it's like, there are other games. Mm. Try an indie. Yeah. Look at Pentiment. Yeah. I mean, I, mean, I, think, I think this that is... That wouldn't have come out if it wasn't for Game Pass.
0: Yeah, but. yeah. I think this... Game Pass is one of those things that is getting a lot more attention because they're this new clearinghouse for interesting new games that, or mm-hmm. interesting medium-sized games that like get a new life. And I think I'm really I'd love to see the numbers behind some of these because like it's got to make sense.
2: Yeah, and I re- I just saw a headline the other day, um, where it was like twenty twenty three is a make or break year for e- for Xbox Game Pass. I'm like, I... on what basis? Yeah. It's like there were no <laughs> big AAA A Microsoft games this, you know, that came out in twenty twenty two. Game Pass is still, as far as I know, is still growing. Or even if it's plateauing, it's like, what is this? What is this need to be like? Oh, we have, you know. Little- Halo. Cool. Look no one talks about Halo. People are like this game of year and it's like Sure. Mm. <laughs> now nobody even remembers it came out. The game when does was that still come trucking out? along. December last year. Not, uh, well, yeah.
1: Yeah. Twenty
2: twenty one. Yeah. Yeah. That grappling hook should have been better. <laughs> and I might have continued playing it, but um <laughs> it was like it, was... the ledge is right there. <laughs> And it's just like, ooh. <laughs> missed it. Yep, missed it. Like that game was <sighs> Mr. Chief. All right. Yeah, it seemed like it would be an all right game. It's yeah. just like <laughs> I was playing it. I was like, what is the point of this? <laughs> but
1: you've got to get John Halo to you know be able to <laughs> yeah, do this exactly. thing, have not you?
2: but I, I guess that's all the games. But um. <laughs> you know, the the, the, sh- the shooting and the stupid colourful aliens aren't that interesting, so mm, mm. sorry, I, I'm just not a Halo fan. Um, so. I, I, I mean, as a as a
1: final thought from me... Um,
2: the biggest of Halo fans.
1: Yeah, so. of course. Um, <laughs> Tanktap's premium Halo fan. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm not going to talk about Halo in my final thought, but um, <laughs> it it is what we've been talking about. You know, the idea that we have, yes, these big budget games will exist and they might take more time to kind of come out and hopefully there's an evolution to those and we're looking more at things like how Elden Ring does its storytelling through its world how Mm. The Last of Us does its storytelling through yes collectibles and and other parts of that but it's stuff that you might be able to kind of miss and stuff it's not just collectibles for collectibles sake absolutely but just it's a like a mindset almost yes these are big budget games yes these are I suppose prestige games that doesn't mean that something like Vampire Survivors isn't of a similar quality Mm -hmm. in terms of the enjoyment that you will get from it, from these other games. And I think it's almost, it's it's a mind shift in how people think about these experiences. Not having to demand that 30-hour, 40-hour experience from a $70 now or £70, £55 game Versus two hundred hours of enjoyment from a three pound Vampire Survivors <laughs> game or, or something uh, along those lines.
2: And the thing is think... that Vampire Survivors is not an outlier in that sense either. Mm-hmm. That... No,
1: no, absolutely not. Um, you know, I I picked up Planet Zoo for like five mm-hmm. quid when it was on sale, and that's my most my on my Steam thing that came up saying all oh, the stuff that you played. That's the mo- that's the game I put the most amount of time into mm. you know, uh, last year. A, a game from, like, 2017 or something. It's about five years old. Um, maybe not quite that much. But, uh, you know, it, again, very well-polished, very well-made game, which might not be quite as big budget as something like The Last of Us Part Two, but is of a quality along the same kind of lines. It, yeah. It's a very different genre to the games that we've been talking about, those ones that seem to be um, seen as... Like elevated above everything else, but it's just expanding, expanding horizons and taking in different Mm -hmm. games. As we say, maybe Game Pass, maybe PS Plus. Now, as its current form can can help with
2: that. It's like that tweet or whatever when someone said, "I want you know shorter games made in less time by smaller teams that look crappier." You know what I mean? It's like I don't need you know super polished. you know, game. Uh, just, just give me something fun yeah, every now and then. Yeah. Doesn't even have to be. Doesn't have to blow my mind. Doesn't have to, you know, make the my computer blow up. It's, it's like just, just give me something that's fun.
3: Mm, yeah, exactly.
2: I don't think any of these. Well, I think people. That's harsh for me to say, but I don't think any of these. Big budget developers understand what fun means anymore, <laughs> or a lot of them don't. I think they've, and that's I... unfair. Maybe the executives. Mm. Yeah, mm. They have unfair, made yeah. the
1: art. Let us make the money from the art. Yes, correct.
2: Yes. Fun. What is fun? Fun mm. is making money. Ha ha ha! <laughs> eating caviar of prostitutes. <laughs> nothing else fun
1: that's it it's the only fun you can have in the world um <laughs> let's let's finish our conversation there um Adel, I no we didn't come back to you uh for uh, if you had any final thoughts no i this. think
0: i think we covered it it's just like i hope this i guess i hope that this trend of smaller games and companies and um the path of bigger fancier graphics bigger worlds um more dialogue more stuff is caught up to the industry i hope Hmm. that's what they take out of it and at least as lucy said some editing might happen at the very least or at least the priority being on size or length or graphical you know the the extremes can hopefully will get curbed such that it's about okay what makes people like games how do we make sure this is a likable game like it's not rocket science and yet and yet
2: yeah i think they should hire us c- as consultants i agree i'd go in there and be like yeah horizon forbidden west seems okay yeah we could go to la how about we just make this a 2d metro thing
1: <laughs> set in scunthorpe <laughs> Somewhere, yep. really it's
2: probably shit. dinosaurs.
1: Then. <laughs> I mean, of a sort, yeah. <laughs> one one dinosaur. The UK had one dinosaur, that's the only one that's been replicated. And badgers, just robot <laughs> yeah. badgers everywhere.
2: Well, you know, you only need one. Yeah. Look at Metro Dread, it's the same enemy type <laughs> um, the, the, the Emmys or whatever they're called. Mm.
1: Fair, mm-hmm. fair, fair. fair. Um, let's briefly uh, give final thoughts on beers, mm. if we have any Lucy.
2: Yeah, I think the bitterness is what probably propped up the big drop. Um, yeah, And it lasted, you know, most of the pod. Um, I think, it, you know, it's not it's not an unpleasant experience. It's it's something to sup on. Um, mm. But, yeah, I think the lack of body and that lack of, uh, you know, anything that you'd expect those hops to do, like Mosaic, Amarillo, and Magnum, you'd expect that, you know, trio to at least bring a bit of you know, citrusy, maybe piney kind of mm-hmm. flavours. It, it just, just lacked it. It was just like <sighs> f- sweet, sweet, slightly sweet flavoured <laughs> water. But mm. as I say, the bitterness yeah. and a little bit of carbonation, which is more carbonation, more hops. But yeah, a little bit of bitterness and a little bit of um uh carbonation just propped it up into being... Okay, we're getting into beer territory now <laughs> rather than just flavoured water. So, yeah, I'll uh, we'll see what the Brulo's like next week. But...
1: Mm-hmm. Nice.
3: Yeah.
1: Um, I think I'd say similar things for my two. Uh, I don't think I'd drink either again unless I don't know, <laughs> <Something>
3: <laughs> I don't know what position I could be in, in to want to drink either of these
1: <laughs> um, uh, again for any reason. Um, again, nice to try them just to see, <laughs> just trying <laughs> to see what's being produced in this area. Mm. Um, I got a few more next week to to delve into, but yeah. Uh,
2: I, I just, mean, I mean, just, I just
1: have a squash instead in it or a glass yeah. of water. Yeah, <laughs>
2: yeah. Or, I mean, or some
1: orange juice or something.
2: It'd be very exciting to find one that's like genuinely great. Oh, absolutely! Yeah, it'd be yep. amazing. Yeah, and maybe would, even if I didn't. Go on and drink it, but you you know what I mean? It's like over this I okay. It's gonna sound very hyperbolic, but like this canteen is amazing. I'm I I'm gonna drink it like twice in my life or something like that, because it's so hard to attain. Mm. But imagine finding the you know, the holy grail of alcohol free Mm. beer. Mm. You may not drink it, but it's like no, it's there.
3: It's there.
1: Mm. It
2: exists.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um good. If you want to talk to us friends. About the beers that you're drinking, or the alcohol-free beers that you're drinking, uh, you can get us on the socials at Tanked Up Cast. You can join us in our Discord as well. So come and talk to us about the games that you're playing. If there's anything fun that you've had, uh, some time to play over your winter break, or anything big budget, little games, whatever, come and chat to us. You can get me at Nova underscore uh, forty seven. Lucy is uh,
2: juicy loose nine,
1: and Adel is. At the Omniarch. Uh, And you can hit one of us up for a link to our Discord. Or you can go to outoflives.net and look at the post for this episode because it will have a link to our Discord in there as well. And you can see our beautiful faces from the YouTube video there. You can also get the audio version on the website. And you can see lots of other things on outoflives.net, including Lucy's um, recently review. released review. Yes. Uh, which you should all go Fresh. and take a look at. Off the <laughs> <laughs> um Of course, tell a friend. Um, subscribe on iTunes or your podcast service of choice. Spotify, wherever it is you get podcasts these days. Review us because it's always helpful. Start the new year off by helping out your favourite podcast. Hopefully that's us. Um, <laughs> I think that's probably everything. We'll see you next week. Have fun. Bye.
3: Bye. Ciao. www.outoflives.net